this is great. You can't see anything. That's really helpful. I'm Richard Wilson, and I'm a, I guess, nearly a 40-year friend to Eddie. And, and uh, not professionally, just friends. And um, there's so many parts of his life that come up with good stories. His, his parties were, uh, were the most fun. Um, he, 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 liked to, he liked to have dinner late. It got later and later, it seemed, as years went on. And we would go from 10 o'clock to 11 to 12. And there were times when we'd have uh, uh, dinner would be after midnight. And um, it, uh, there was one time, I remember, we were sitting on the porch and uh, getting ready to eat. And someone looked out the window and, on the porch and said, the, the sun's coming up. <laughs> and this lady at the table jumped up and said, oh my god, my dog. <laughs> and she took, off, she took off out of the place. And, but as generous as Eddie was with food, he was equally as cheap with his cars. <laughs> he would, we would ride we would ride around when he needed a car and um, find an old Volvo. And he wouldn't pay more than $500, $300 if he could do it. And we'd take it to our good friend Chris Jett, the car guy. And um, Chris would fix it up and Eddie would drive the car until it needed an inspection sticker. <laughs> and the way he dealt with that was, uh, the one time, was to, uh, to place a canoe on the top of his car so that the, the front of the canoe came down over where the inspection sticker was. And he, he, got, he got through a year of, of not having to get an inspection sticker. Or I think he might have found someone that would give him an inspection sticker without making the repairs. That was probably what happened. But um, it wasn't really an issue that he... Um, was careless with his inspection because he never drove really over 40 miles an hour. He drove very slow and, and um, he um, often had a roof rack on his car that he would, he would build out of found objects for his, uh, for his canoe. And um, it was made out of things he'd find on the side of the road and nails and rope. And, and um, I had to borrow his car one time and went on to 295 and got up to 60 miles an hour and the whole friggin' thing flew off. It just flew right up. I saw it pinwheeling behind me. And, and, um, but I gotta say that the cove was really the special place. It was, uh, it was the continuum of my relationship with Eddie. First with June. And, um, and then with, with Diane, it was every summer we'd spend at the Cove. And, and it was just a great thing to, to be part of these, these wonderful women's lives and, um, with Eddie. And uh, just, um, I think my story is the best thing we did was fishing. We loved fishing. Actually, it wasn't fishing. It was just being in a canoe. We would get in the canoe at least once a week and go for it. We'd either canoe into town. One time we dressed like we were on fire. 
and went to a friend's reading. Um, I think the book was called Fire on the Water, and he insisted that we dress like we're on fire and canoe into this book reading. And when we, and it was a plan that we had a week before, but as it turned out, it was pissing down rain the day that we were doing it, so it, it was a challenge to get there, but we did. He insisted that we go. He said, we can leave the canoe and come back and get it, but we've got to arrive. His plan had to be done. So we did that. And, 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 and the thing about fishing, we spent a lot of time together. We didn't talk a lot. We just loved being at, on the ocean, in the canoe. We saw porpoises jump, blowing. You could, because the canoe is so stealth, you could hear them blowing water out of their air, out of their, their air holes. And we saw, we, we cruised up onto some sand sharks one time. And, Saw their pictures that I always remember, and saw a wave coming at us when the ocean was still. And it turned out, as it got closer, it was a bunch of pogies being chased by bluefish, and they were pushing each other out of the water. It's things you could only see in a canoe. You wouldn't see them in a motorboat or even a sailboat. But it was great to be there. And and the, I guess the the story I have of that was we we. Uh, we were on a chunk of pork, a little island uh, on, in the harbor, pretty far out for a canoe ride. And we dropped, a, we dropped a line, and I'm always in the bow, Eddie's in the back, and, and uh, Eddie, um, all of a sudden, I'm in the front, and when you're in the front, you're looking forward. And I'm, I'm not seeing what's going on, but I felt this thud, and then the canoe starts pulling backwards. And I say, Eddie, what's going on? He says, I got a big fucking fish on here. <laughs> he said, I got a big fish. <laughs> and I said, well, okay, well, what do I do? And he said, well, pull, pull to the left, pull. And, and then, uh, he, he was giving me all these terms of these canoeing terms that we never talked about. I didn't know what to do. I'm looking forward, so I turned around and I saw the problem. His pole had gone under the, the boat and, and he had a good-sized fish on the line. So the fish finally pulled us over to a lobster buoy and wrapped himself around and we were able to pull the fish in and take it back and cook it or cook it. <laughs> and and, um, and it, was just, it was just another wonderful day and there are so many stories like that of Eddie. And the last thing though I want to say is about the cove is that um, the memorial service we planned a long time ago, we were thinking of doing it at the cove, how wonderful it would be to have a bonfire and um, cook and think of Eddie with all these, and you know, this is so much better. It'd be so depressing to be out there now and do those things without Eddie being there because he was so much a part of that place. So to my dear friend, and I just, um, I just think of him often, and we're really lucky guys. We really are, like he said all the time. Thank you.